Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session. I hope you had a good weekend um, and uh, ready for another what's likely to be quite an interesting week yet again for these financial markets. Um, you might notice that the, the markets are, are often quite looking to, to kind of front run um, certain scenarios. Um, I mean, the, the situation in, in, in China is a good example of last week, a lot of positivity around the Chinese government um, looking to relax, you know, their COVID zero policy when the, the government officials themselves are saying, no, we're sticking to our plans. So the markets are, are reacting to to kind of strange developments. And, and last week as well, we had that sort of Fed pivot where the Fed said, no, there's no Fed pivot here whatsoever. So all you're buying is uh, is, is kind of pointless at the moment. And, um, you know, so we've got to we've got to contend with these more, um, I suppose, kind of contradictions in these markets at the moment, which is, uh, again, uh, quite a challenging uh, environment. Um, it's not just you that would be uh, of that opinion or us. You know, it's broadly across these markets and uh, they're of that opinion right now. So it, it, it just applies, it implies to us that we are um, needing to remain somewhat um, focused on what we're trying to achieve, uh, be realistic in terms of returns in our trades, perhaps work with larger stop losses. Um, it's quite hard to be ultra aggressive right now because you can see just on Friday uh, some of the, the incredible volatility we've experienced. Um, okay, so let's get straight into it then. Today is Monday the 7th of November. So uh, let's start with our risk warning, of course, just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. <clears throat> um, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade, where do you enter those markets uh, in terms of where and kind of how and what sort of entries you're looking for. Same situation for exits. Um, how do you manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? Risk is something you shouldn't be meddling with during the trade. It kind of... Um, it, it would impact you adversely over time if if you do that. Um, what we what we look to do is to manage the trade effectively, so remove that risk as soon as we possibly can, and then trading psychology as well. All important features, especially right now, um, you need to be a little bit more in tune with sort of market psychology at the minute um, because they they're behaving in in very peculiar ways at times. Um, okay, so. So that's what this session is to do is designed to do is to kind of prepare you for today's trading opportunities. Um, will be done in like 10 15 minutes. Uh, we address these considerations live every day in our live trade rooms, so we're constantly talking about these elements, irrespective of what your trading strategy is. So, we know many of you guys have various different ways in which and indicators that you use, and, and we, we want to enhance, I suppose, the positive side to your trading. Uh, and uh, get you sort of focusing on, on the right trades at the right times and things of that nature. So uh, we are strong advocates of, of being consistent in what we do. If we're chopping and changing all the time, it's not only difficult for you to keep up with, but it's also quite hard for us to, to maintain some, some form of consistency ourselves. Um, so being consistent is important, accurate with your levels, um, disciplined with your capital, uh, and be patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then, and we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So last week, you know, we had a, quite an explosive uh, trading week, really. Um, let, me, let me just take you back to a couple of those. We had lots of positive news, negative price action type environments, um, starting with job 
jolts job openings so we're expecting 9.75 million we saw a sizable uptick in the number of jobs available in the us so again there was a positive news for the economy yeah it's generally a good thing um negative news for stock markets and it's all around the fed rate decisions and then on wednesday we had adp numbers again much more positive private sector job numbers um, than expected normally pretty good negative for 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 stock markets uh fed's fund rate fund rates um we saw that 75 basis point rate hike again the fed crushing any sort of thoughts of this fed pivot which is which is really kind of dominating the plays um perhaps over the last couple of weeks uh again sort of largely quite bearish for for financial markets and we saw a really strong move to the downside perhaps not as strong as we would have anticipated we would have expected further you know downside um, volatility uh way in excess of what we've actually seen we thought relatively the response is really quite conservative uh, and then friday we finished with non-farm um, non payroll numbers a really positive headline employment going up slightly but more jobs added uh, considerably more jobs you know 60 what is it 64,000 jobs added above expectation you know again that's broadly quite positive and we'll have a look at the um the response now from from these financial markets on that couple of little things to remember uh daylight time shift um in in canada in north america and the us so we're now back to normal in terms of scheduling news events and things of that nature Nothing of any major concern. We'll be hearing from Christine Lagarde. We've got COP27 underway. And another big news for tomorrow would be the congressional uh, elections in the US. So we've got um, midterm elections um, tomorrow as the day unfolds. So there's normally a bit of a, a, a stock market boost um, on the midterms uh, as the markets kind of realign expectations over the course of that two-year period, final two-year period before we have a, a new election. So it's going to be interesting. It's pretty tight at the moment. So we're going to see which one comes out on top. It's going to be hard to uh, to get to grips with that. Um, there's a lot of negativity, lots of reasons to be very, very negative, very few reasons to be positive right now. But we're not suggesting that we definitely won't see some, some bullish um, moves in these markets. We very well may do. We just got to be prepared for all eventualities, really. Um, and the only big news, of the, it's, it's very big, would be the 10th of Thursday, the 10th, which would be US CPI numbers. So this is when um, uh, we, we're expecting a slight softening, uh, 8.2 down to 8.0. We're really going to see whether it comes in or whether it disappoints again. Likely to be a very volatile trading event on Thursday. And we've got a few bank holidays on Friday, so a quiet end to the week um, after Thursday's um, CPI numbers. So today, nothing of any major concern. We've got Christine Lagarde uh, due to uh, speak in a pre-recorded video at a conference hosted uh, by the European Commission and the ECB. So nothing of any major concern, we wouldn't imagine. Um, so we've just got to contend with these markets as they are. We're going to put together uh a fairly straightforward um trade plan if we start with risk um we failed to get into a trade on 
on Friday in the end um, because we saw really quite, I suppose, certainly more on the headline, uh, we saw a really quite positive um, non-farm payroll number, which we would have expected some downside uh, in the stock market. So, and we failed to see it, but it was, a, it was an incredibly swing-bound, uh, range-bound um, markets on Friday. And uh, there was a new low just below it. So that's, that's a bit of a picture. So what, 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 unfortunately, what we're getting in these markets is sort of long periods of, of nothing followed by huge amounts of volatility uh, in, in periods. So we're getting these, these types of moves. Um, and you can see the price action, you know, we're pushing lower, we're, we're pushing higher, you know, really strong spikes in these markets. It just made it very, very choppy. And we failed to make new lows as well. And we kind of roughly failed to make new highs. So we're still pretty range bound. Um, we finished quite strong, I suppose you could say. Um, it was certainly threatening to, to finish quite strong. And then we gapped much, much lower. So we got this little gap in here. And then prices came back to fill the gap. You know, that's that's kind of what's happened. And now it looks like we're, we, we were in a bit of a tight range over the Asian session. And now it looks like it's dropping lower again. So really, it's it's a complicated picture. Um, we can step back from this just a little bit in the sense that uh, if we look at the bigger time frames, and it's always important when you have some really choppy price action to, to kind of step back and to, to take a, a deep breath and, and, and a bit more of an overview. We're in this little downward trend. We, we, we gapped up two or three weeks ago um, and, and, and sort of accelerated to the upside ran in as always to the 100 period moving average this is 100 period yeah it is um 100 period moving average basically bounced off that and is now threatening to to get lower and really like i said there's very little reasons to buy um there's more reasons to to look to sell so we we expect these markets back down to 35 3600 in the not too distant future so especially if we get rollover in today's price action as far as uh the us indices are concerned it would then you know really look to turn quite quite bearish so same situation we're in slightly different positions with these markets but same basic trade finished quite positive on um on friday in the end after a lot of volatility up and down volatility but if these markets start turning red you know it would be probably a decent trade to the downside. So US indices lower is going to be our focus. Again, um, US indices lower. FTSE, really strong move to the upside. Um, it's not a market we're enjoying trading really at the moment. Uh, the DAX, similar situation. Bounce off the monthly high. Nasdaq, uh, sorry, Nikkei doesn't really know what it wants to do. And, and Bitcoin is just in this sort of pretty painful little sideways pattern. So our focus can remain the US indices, especially with um, with the elections due as well. So oil is quite an interesting one. Um, we, we kind of rallied as we closed out the week last week rallied to the upside really quite quite significantly 
um, and then gapped below the, the $90 level. So we, we kind of got up to 92, uh, gapped lower to 90, and there's this sort of bearish angle to it now on, on, on Chinese demand. Um, outlook. Again, rallied higher in the in the gold trade on Friday, a really exceptionally strong move. And we would really be looking to see continuation and we haven't got that yet. So the next move to the upside could be an interesting trade because it, it does represent a structural failure trade to the upside uh, as we closed on Friday. The dollar midterm elections, uh, trying to digest a lot of the news from last week. You know, these markets have, a, have an awful lot to, to try and, and contend with. So, um, uh, really massive moves on Friday uh, for the the euro yen. We're expecting these prices to just come down a little bit lower. Um, those of you that were, were were trading this market last week, we actually took profits down at these relatively low levels. If you remember, uh, we were looking to try to get back into them uh, on potentially Friday, and and that trade didn't really perform. So um, we can we can afford to be a little bit patient, perhaps. Pound yen is kind of a, a poor quality buy trade really at this stage. Um, we're really not seeing the, the, the BOJ sort of do their thing yet. They've been slammed a few times, so they're probably a bit uh, gun shy now at this stage. Um, this is currently just a pullback off the lows. We'd expect the pound to strengthen, uh, certainly technically at this point. And then we're just gonna finish off with the US dollar. So let me show you where, we, where we're at with the US dollar then. Um, again, rallied on Friday, really strong moves on Friday for the, in terms of dollar weakness, um, but really nothing's happened since. So strong move, bullish engulfing, you'd expect further upside. And so far, we're really not getting it. Um, in fact, it's now looking a little bit more bearish than it, it is bullish if you look at Friday's moves, which were really quite impressive. So that dollar weakness trade on Friday was was very present and now it's looking like some dollar strength. Um, so look, we can we can focus on that dollar strength trade and see if we get further further momentum. And all it would be doing is retracing Friday's move in the opposite direction so that that dollar weakness trade was really prevalent and friday's candlestick is really quite important uh, and yet we would absolutely expect further continuation from friday's moves it, it, i think the, the the problem with friday's moves is it was counterintuitive we were expecting the dollar to strengthen and the stocks to sell off and it didn't really happen we saw the opposite and now they seem to be correcting and adjusting in line with perhaps what should have happened on Friday. But time will tell whether that's true. So that dollar strength trade looks like we, we could be, you know, setting ourselves up for that dollar strength trade. So look, in terms of our trade plan, uh, we'll wrap it up there. We'll basically, it's kind of a continuation. And this is where patience come in. Because we do have certainly market fundamentals and, and as far as sentiment is concerned we do have these risk-off market conditions um which uh which imply that we can look for downside moves in the u.s indices and 
some strength in the US dollar. And as you can see, it's quite important to be selective, to, to look at these trades um, objectively and, and be patient to wait for the move and, and to not preempt the move, which is something that can we can do really quite easily. So our focus, unfortunately, we're going into midterm elections tomorrow as well now, and we've got CPI on Friday. So we don't necessarily have that much clarity between now and Thursday. Um, but it's not to say we won't get some decent moves. So we'll, we'll put our technical know-how cap on. Uh, and if we get some risk-off market conditions and we get some weakness in the indices and a bit of dollar strength feeding through the markets, then we'll, we'll be looking to trade those trades. So that's what we're looking to do. So listen, on that note, guys, we'll let you go. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks very much for joining us as always. We will um, uh, we'll be broadcasting now very shortly um, over on our trade room. So if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. So our, our, our market summary is uh, we're looking for risk off market conditions. So we're very focused and specific about looking for some certain types of, of market conditions um, and that's US weaknesses, US industry weakness, uh, i.e. to the downside and some dollar strength, i.e. some dollar moves um, against the majors. But do do be selective because there's some better opportunities there than, than perhaps in other trades. And that's what we will do in our live trade room. Great stuff. On that note, guys, feel free to post any questions that you might have into the chat box. Happy to answer any questions. If not, we'll let you go um, and we'll um, we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.45 p.m. every day, Monday to Friday. So if you want to join us for that, very welcome to do so. Um, just go to our website, thelivetrader.com, uh, and the, there's a chat function there as well if you do need to speak to us. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.